Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Good Friday to you. Welcome in. Coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Today's show also brought to you by True Car. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with True Car, you got a star in your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash Offer, not available in all areas. This show available everywhere foxsportsradio.com, the iHeartRadio app, whatever your local affiliate is, and of course, via the podcast. Just search Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis and make sure you get the entire archive dating back to day one. Don't miss a second. Clay will be on a little bit later today with Jason McIntyre, I believe, in for Dan Patrick. So that means Jeff Schwartz down in Charlotte, North Carolina, at Jeff Schwartz on Twitter. And I'm Jason Martin, his former executive producer, Clay's, that is, now the host of the Jason Martin Show on Sunday mornings here on FSR, as well as a daily host in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm on Twitter at jmartzone. The 4th is over. That only means that it's July 5th. What it doesn't mean is we know anything more about Kawhi Leonard, except that he's still trying to decide where he wants to play basketball. Or should I actually back up and say this appropriately and saying Kawhi Leonard's trying to decide how long he wants to be the center of attention before he makes the decision that he probably has already come to at least two or three days ago, if not weeks ago. Jeff, what's up, my friend? Not much, man. You know, we had the Kevin Durant announce on July fourth. Was it two years ago? Three years ago now in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. So we, we've had we have had some action uh, on July fourth uh, before, but nothing from Kawhi. And look, we talked about this yesterday, and I tweeted about this yesterday. People got pretty upset about it. Um, no, you don't it, say. You tweeted it, and somebody got upset. Yeah, I know. Shocking. We got in a, in, a, in a match yesterday. I don't know what I can say and what I can't say on this. I have no idea. In trust or radio, I won't say anything bad. But uh, we had this whole uh, debate yesterday over natural disasters. Which one was the worst? It was so bad. All I there was an earthquake in LA yesterday. All I said was earthquakes are awful. You would never want to be in one. There's no warning. And people are like, well, what about hurricanes? I'm like, that wasn't the point of my tweet. Like, let's calm down, Internet. It's okay. So with Kawhi Leonard, I tweeted out basically what we talked about yesterday, that Kawhi was loving this attention. And, you know, the typical response is about 
He's just, he's, it's a life decision and he's uprooting his family. Well, guys, his family already lives in California. So going mm-hmm. to play in Toronto is uprooting his family. R- remember this about athletes, guys. And this is for most athletes. We all have a permanent house, a permanent city we live in typically that is not where we play. So during my career, I always had a house in Charlotte. I played my season in whatever city I was in, whether it was Minnesota, Kansas City, or up in New Jersey. I did have a house in New Jersey, but my primary resident was Charlotte. You know, I'd go home on the weekends during the offseason. Um, as soon as you know the last day of the offseason program, I'm going right back to, to Charlotte or really to Arizona to work out. The second the season ends, I'm going back to Charlotte. So we have permanent homes outside of the city we play in. It doesn't make it easier to move every single year. I did it four years in a row where I was on a different team. It sucks. It's not very fun, um, but it's not that big of a deal for a guy like Kawhi who's going to have all this money. Remember, too, we talked about this yesterday, Jason. The money is not of a concern here. He's either getting a max deal in Los Angeles for the Clippers or the Lakers, which the price is set. There's no negotiation. It's a max contract. They're slotted contracts. He knows what he's getting. He knows what the taxes are. If he goes back to Toronto, I believe he can get a max as well. He can do the two-year deal to get to the 10-year th- yep. threshold to then get the super, super max with what 35% kicker on top. So the money's not a concern. And I I don't get – I guess people don't sometimes understand the process of an athlete and the way they think about these type of things. It's pretty naive to think that Kawhi Leonard did not think – at all about this process until the finals were over, right? It's kind of naive to think that. He had, there's a lot of downtime. I'm sure he talked to his advisors about what's happening. He knows the personnel on the Lakers. He knows the personnel on the Clippers. He knows the personnel on the Raptors. He's making these visits to different teams to just feel them out, especially the Lakers, I think, about their training staff, about how much power he has. Can he use LeBron's trainers? Can he not? And I don't understand the internal dilemma, nothing's going to change now. After his visit with the Raptors, he should have had his mind made up. There's not going to be like a spark that just clicks. I mean, maybe there will be. I, I don't know. In the next couple of days, it says, oh, well, I should be a Laker. I feel like if you wanted to be a Laker, you would have already signed with the Lakers. Just go back to the Raptors now. I, I, I find it hard to believe that no decision has been made. And to me, and I think you agree with me, it feels like he wants the attention of this search. He has to. Because we can actually kind of look at his options and know exactly what makes sense depending on on what he values. But he already knows, hmm, where can I win easiest? That's probably going to be the Lakers. Where do I have the most familiarity? Hmm, that's probably the Raptors. Which one just doesn't really make logical sense? Oh, that's the Clippers. I understand that you want to go to L.A. potentially because you have history there and you have roots there, but... If you go to the Clippers, you're not going to win a championship. And I think Kawhi Leonard's the best player in the league because of what he's able to do on both sides of the floor. But even so, it would be Kawhi Leonard and some guys that are role players slash starters on some team. But I don't think that the collection you would be leaving in Toronto and the collection you would be inheriting with the Clippers would be enough to keep them near favorites, at least. They'd have to make some serious moves. And there's just not that many moves to make currently because so many of the guys that you would have maybe wanted to acquire when I was thinking Clippers I was thinking all right send Kawhi Leonard and Jimmy Butler there and let's have these two guys with this really tough-minded win-at-all-cost mentality and let's see how that plays and see whether or not that can sort of inject a different kind of energy and you got a Patrick Beverly who I think kind of plays along those same lines and a couple of those guys like like a Lou Williams or a Montrezl Harrell but because of there's you have to have multiple stars in this league especially when you look down the rest of the nba and i can give you 11 teams i think is what i had the other day just rattle them off the top of your head where you've got two either all-stars or two guys that are right there on the cusp of being all-stars so you've got all of these couples all of these pairs of superstars in all of these different places which is why i wanted to see him go back to toronto where it becomes him and lowry or him and pascal siakam And then you still have this parity where you have a bunch of really good basketball teams that can do things. If he goes to the Lakers, then you've got probably the three best, just a conglomeration on one team. That's the best super team we've ever seen because 
the third option is so much stronger. Usually the one and two options are strong on both sides on in the history of these super teams, but the third guy, whether it's a Bosch or a Kevin Love or whatever it is, LeBron's pitch reportedly was, I'll be the third option, Kawhi, right. not you. I will be. I Because I had originally thought the one thing, if I'm Kawhi Leonard and I love basketball as much as he does, and I love winning as much as he does, the one thing I don't want to become is Chris Bosh or Kevin Love. Even though I'm sure maybe they had a good time, they also took a lot of the flack. And they were the ones that didn't get the basketball in their hands too often and had to resort to a 15- to 17-foot jump shot yeah. whenever they had the opportunity to take one. But just looking at the decision itself, there is no new information that Kawhi Leonard is going to learn that he does not already have, that he has not already had for days. At this point, Kawhi Leonard's decision is like a political... It's like a social experiment, almost. It's like, we can sit here, not on this show, thankfully... But we can sit here, we can debate abortion between a pro-choice and a pro-life person. And they can sit there and they can talk about that for, I don't know, six years. And nobody's going to change the other one's mind. Because all the information is out there. The one that believes it's murder is going to be on one side. The one that believes it's a woman's right to choose and it doesn't become one until birth. That person's going to be on that side. You're not going to change those minds. I can't imagine that Kawhi Leonard's mind could be changed at this point. So he's just, I don't think that it's out of bounds to say he's just sitting back with whatever grin Kawhi Leonard is capable of using, and he's just kind of enjoying this. He's enjoying the fact that he is the center of the sports landscape, the center of the sports universe, just won a championship, and then two, three, three weeks later, it's still all about the claw. And more power to him. He's put himself in a position the way he's played over this year and pretty much throughout his career that it's probably cool to be sought after it's cool to be wanted and even a Kawhi Leonard that sometimes has been and most of the time has been almost a mute where you weren't even sure what his voice sounded like until a couple of years ago when he did one interview with San Antonio this is a guy that probably has gotten caught up in a little bit of the spotlight wants to enjoy it because you never know whether or not you're going to get it again and he's just soaking it in and he, that makes him very like so many other athletes and so many other people that have the opportunity to just be the center of attention. And he, all of us, we've had life decisions, right, that we've had to make before. And you know the longer it takes sometimes to make that decision, it doesn't make it easier. It actually makes no. it tougher to make that decision. And you now – because when you are taking so much time to make this decision – you then run through all these scenarios in your head that don't really have anything to do with the actual decision, right? Like you psych yourself up or out or whatever you want to say. And and typically, if you make the decision earlier in the process, I think you feel better about it. Now he's just kind of if, – if he really is that torn – it's gonna. Haunt, it's not haunting him, but it's take, it makes it worse to keep waiting and waiting and waiting. So I don't know what he is. He is worried about. I know there's a thought that he's he's kind of focusing at least maybe a little bit on um, his kind of off the court ventures. I know Drake was at the meeting two days ago. Now yesterday, so probably two days ago, talking about his. I think his alcohol brand. Um, you know, there's obviously in Los Angeles. What can LeBron help him with, or what can the Lakers help him with, or what can being in that city with the claw with New Balance and whatnot? Um, I mean, to me, it's a no brainer. If you want to grow your brand. You do it in Los Angeles, um, not in Toronto. And I get that Drake is part of that pitch, but again, you go to Los Angeles. I mean, that's where that's where right. that's part of the reason why you go to LA is to be able to do that. Um, so I don't know what he's waiting for. Hopefully, he announces today. Look, I'm a Lakers fan. I hope it's uh, in LA. But it's, it's a Lakers fan in me too. This process, he's screwing the Lakers because he's not deciding. The Lakers have missed out on everyone else. And, and, and rightfully so to wait for Kawhi Leonard. I think Danny Green's like the only guy that would sign with the Lakers right now um, who's sort of any, not even, he's not even a star, just like a quality player who's waiting to see what is going to happen with Kawhi. Now, he might sign with the Lakers anyways, even if Kawhi comes there. I mean, I don't know how much money's going to be left, but he's be- that's basically it. We've lost out on everyone. Pat- Patrick Beverly went back to the Clippers. Darren Collison was a guy that was talked about. He's gone. Uh, uh, one of the Lopez's. Seth Curry's gone. gone. Seth Curry's gone. Um, so it's basically Kawhi or bust for the Lakers, and there's not much depth le- left in the in the NBA. 
And one thing that we haven't mentioned about this decision-making process is we know that Kawhi wants to take 20 games off a year, right? He's the load management guy. He wants to take 20 games off. Well, there's really the best place to do that is in Los Angeles. You have two other superstars. Like, they don't don't need to play every night. In Toronto, he did it last year. I get all that. But they don't have this. They don't have the players at times to carry that team, you know, to, uh, especially with the East getting better now, whether it's, um, whether it's, you know, Giannis will be better in another year. The Sixers got better. Uh, the Pacers got better. You can't sit out as many games in Toronto or in, with the Clippers. The Lakers, you can. You have two, two other superstars. So um, I, the logical decision is Los Angeles, and I'm a Lakers fan. I will admit that. Um, and I again, Jason, I make the decision, dude. Like, just, like, just do it already. There's nothing to think about anymore. Um, and yeah, I get it, everyone. It's a life-altering decision. I understand that. But if if he has not thought about this until the finals ended, that's odd. Um, and again, you go in as an athlete. You go into these meetings wanting specific things from the teams, right? In football, you want. Money, money's mat- money matters because you've only guaranteed contracts for, for so long in you know in, throughout the life of your deal. Um, that's not the problem for Kawhi. So he wanted to get assurances from the Lakers, especially about things that happen in the facility, the trainers, what blah, blah blah. If he got the, if he got what he if he heard what, if he heard what he liked, just not with the Lakers already, man. Like what are you waiting for? So I I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take. Uh, maybe it'll be today. Um, uh, but it's uh, he's holding the NBA world hostage right now. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Kendrick Perkins said yesterday on ESPN that Kevin Durant never bounced back from the Draymond Green situation. Quote, KD never bounced back. And I think the Warriors had a chance to sign KD, but when that situation occurred and the Warriors tried to clean it up by suspending Draymond, they suspend Draymond, and then about two months later, the owner comes back out and says he wants Draymond there for life, right? He wants him there for life. It's hard to say they took KD for granted, but I think he felt it was best for him to leave, and it's hard to overcome that. There were some harsh words, unquote. I don't think it's a giant surprise. As soon as that situation happened, I thought Kevin Durant was gone. And that, of course, was before Christmas last year, and it was after a Clippers game, and it did result in a one-game suspension for Draymond. But I think that the owner coming out and saying what he did, he knows Draymond probably wants to be there for life. Kevin Durant never felt like he fit and then there's the other speculation, Jeff, that's come out about he didn't really like being coached by Steve Kerr. He didn't like the star treatment for Steph Curry. Oh my! God. I, I don't know what, what I mean. What on earth? First off, I, I don't know how much of that is true. But Kevin Durant would have to be even more tone deaf than Kawhi Leonard to everybody paying attention to him being the center of attention right now. Not to know when he went there, he was joining Stephen Curry's team. He wasn't going there to resurrect some franchise. You go to the Knicks. Then it's your team. You go to the Nets, I think most people are still going to see it as your team. I can't imagine anybody saying it's Kyrie's team over Kevin Durant's. But when you go to someone that's already won a championship, won an MVP, the only unanimous MVP in the history of the NBA, all of this, the affable nature, everything about Steph Curry, you were joining Steph's team. In fact, you were joining Steph and Clay's team. You were joining the Splash Brothers. You were joining this cusp of dynasty kind of thing you i don't know if the reason was just you wanted to win titles easier i don't know what exactly the mindset was it just had to be that he thought winning finally because when he lost i bet it was heartbreaking losing in game seven after being up three games to one and then letting the warriors come back to win that series against oklahoma city and then you left in the offseason it had to be well russell westbrook's kind of an ass i don't really want to play around him anymore I want to win championships because I'm unhappy. And then he goes there and he doesn't win or he does win and he realizes that doesn't make him happy either, which was my whole sort of diatribe yesterday that you can't chase happiness. It can find you, but you can't find it. And even when when it does find you, a lot of times it's fleeting. But if Kevin Durant didn't know he was joining Steph Curry's team, Jeff, I don't know what to tell him. Has there been a professional athlete in recent memory, recent history for for you, Jason, who is been more sensitive than Kevin Durant. I, what's weird is I didn't know this. And then well, that article well, came out well, in the Oklahoma. This, we didn't know this out of Oklahoma City. But remember, Oklahoma no. City, he got upset that they wrote a, a bad a, yes. a nasty article about him in the papers um, there about him not being able to close out series and whatnot. Um, and then he just, I think mentally, he miscalculated, not the backlash is the wrong word, but the strong feelings people have about him going to the team that he couldn't beat, team up with already a championship-level team, a 73-win team. And the fact is, I I guess I don't understand why he thought he would pass over Steph Curry to be the the you know the champion of the Warriors. Steph Curry is the face of the modern NBA movement of shooting three-pointers. Like he is the face. He's not the one who started it. Uh he's not, you know, he's not the starter. Of, he is the face of this movement 
to rec league basketball, to high school basketball, to college basketball, to shooting more three-pointers. He's the face of it. He's the face of turning the Warriors from a dumpster fire to a championship-level caliber team, a dynasty. He was never going to pass him as a fan favorite. And to miscalculate that, to me, just seems like just not due diligence on his part and or at least not being honest with himself. I had a high school uh, football coach who said, don't lie to yourself. It's a great advice. Don't lie. We all know when we're lying to ourselves. I felt like he lied to himself in this instance. He knew deep down this was going to be Steph Curry's team. He thought he'd be able to turn it into his team. It was never going to be the case. And how could you not get along with Steve Curry? He seems like the nicest person ever and such a player's coach. Um, and he's just he's sensitive, man. And it ain't going to get any better than in New York media. Are you kidding me? It's just like no. it's going to be worse. Yeah. I'm, I'm, is there any possible way he didn't think this through? And or he and he knew going, or if he knew and he thought, okay, well, I know Steph's going to get most of the credit here, but I'm not going to care. I'm going to go there and win titles. It's going to be fun. And then all of a sudden he realized he did care. Because he's got a giant ego and he's got a pride problem and he doesn't understand how to take criticism well. And it's weird, like I said, because when we watched him in Oklahoma City, the narrative about him was so different than what he has turned out to be. And of course, you saw Bob Myers crying after the the re-injury and all and talking about how he's so misunderstood and how he just loves playing basketball and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I don't know that he loves anything. I think he probably does love playing basketball. But he's still trying to figure out how basketball can fulfill him somehow. And the decisions that he's made, I think, have been a detriment to whatever that quest was going to end in. I I think it has, too. Um, And I don't know if he's going to find happiness with the Nets. I want to take one side. The the Warriors retiring his his number is so ludicrous to me. It's the weakest weakest thing I've ever seen. Warriors, you don't have to appease Kevin Durant anymore. He's gone. Nothing you have to do. He's he's left. He's gone. You don't have to retire his jersey. You don't have to make a scene about it. He's left. You have D'Angelo Russell now. You have Steph. You have an injured Clay. Hopefully, be back at some point this season. You have Draymond. You have Kevon Looney. Like you have your team. Durant is no longer there. Don't have to suck up to him anymore. It's done. It's such an odd move to continue to suck up to Kevin Durant in this situation to make him feel like like he is worthy of of what he's accomplished. So he should know that already. To your point, I'm not sure that it was a total... I I think just Kevin Durant miscalculated the love for Steph Curry and that he was never going to become the man. Remember, he has been arguably the f- 1B player, 1A player for yes. many years now, and he just, he's never been able to kind of crack LeBron. Even in the NBA Finals, when he played well against LeBron, people still view LeBron as the better player than Kevin Durant, and that bothers him to no end, right? He's always kind of second fiddle to LeBron James, um, and that bothers KD. I think, this, I think this drives a lot of what KD's emotions are is the fact that as good as he is, as one of the best players of all time, he is still not the best player of his generation. And that thing bothers him to no end. Well, and he's got to get over that. Because somebody out there is always going to make more money than you. Somebody out there always is a little bit smarter than you. Somebody out there has a hotter wife than yours. There's always somebody out there. If you want to try and find a reason, it's going to be there for you. You have to create some idea behind that. But if that's what you're trying to do, then Kevin Durant is never going to be satisfied. Because let me tell you what the next big problem for Durant is. And this is something we discussed in a little bit of detail yesterday. How happy is Kevin Durant going to be when he realizes his body can't do what he needs it to do when he tries to come back from this injury? It's going to be tough, and and I've gone through the rehab before. I broke my ankle twice. I had other, I've had other uh, six surgeries total in the NFL. It's a humbling feeling when your body just can't do what you what it's always been able to do. I remember watching myself on film, and and thinking to myself, did I? that looks that way like I really did that because I thought in my mind during the game that I was doing something else that my body was moving quicker than it was that my feet were working in a certain way and then I watched film and I'm like nah that's not quite what I thought I felt on the field and I think with Kevin Durant he's going to feel that way um you know and yeah people are going to say well he'll just be a jump shooter um and that's that's what he'll make his career out of if he doesn't come back 100 percent but 
he has used his legs to create opportunities for him. It's how he got injured in, in game five. I think the plan was really for him not to move as much. And we saw the first three shots he made were just kind of, um, you know, step up threes, didn't have to move very much. And then all of a sudden he, he makes a move and he pops his Achilles. Well, the same thing is going to be true when he's back from his Achilles. They're going to tell him to limit his movement, but he's a, he's a player who uses his legs to get shots at times. And he's going to use his legs at times to get shots. And that, to me, is going to be where he runs into a lot of the problems is he's not going to be able to move the same. If you think that Kevin Durant is going to be the same player um, after this, uh, you're pretty naive to how bad an Achilles injury is, plus being over 30 years old that Durant is makes it even worse. If you're back to the retiring the 35 after three full seasons almost with the Golden State Warriors, do you think, Jeff, this happens if that injury doesn't happen and Durant just leaves? Whether or not they win or lose the NBA Finals and he leaves and goes to Brooklyn or he goes to the Knicks or wherever he goes, if it's not for the injury, like how much of the fact that you are retiring this guy's jersey immediately, like not even after, I get it. You know, Shaq has... Jersey's retired in multiple arenas. And there are other guys that have that as well. And I could almost see retiring it later on, maybe. Or at least it would make more sense. I don't think he was there long enough for you to retire the number, but that's just a personal opinion. But when he gets hurt, do you think there's some semblance of guilt within the Warriors organization? Yes. Knowing how tough that is and knowing maybe that they did not do what they needed to do to get the information to properly make that decision for him. And maybe they felt like they pushed no, him back I, I, out onto the floor I, I or whatever it might that, be. I, it, it is for Kevin Durant to not know the risks um, to be the athlete that he is would be surprising to me considering the, all the people he has around him to get second and third opinions. He knows his body, obviously, uh, well, um, did the Warriors would the Warriors have put him back on the court if they thought he was going to tear his Achilles? I think there's no way. I think there's no way. I mean, we saw them be overly cautious with with Clay Thompson right before Kevin Durant got hurt. Um, I think they feel bad that it's a freak injury and it happened on, under their watch. I, I do not think there was any sort of malpractice by the Warriors. But do you think that this happens in terms of the 35 not being worn again? If he does not get hurt and there's not some level where they feel culpable in some way for what happened to him, I think that's fair. Yes, I don't think. Yeah, I think it does not get retired um, if he is healthy. I don't think he even goes to the Nets if he's healthy. I think he goes to the Knicks. I think a lot. I think the NBA changed when he got hurt. I mean, it can sometimes be one thing that becomes a catalyst for everything else. But I can tell you, if you needed a caveat. To make a decision to retire a number, that's not a good reason to retire a number. Like that needs to be a one hundred percent obvious decision, and it's not. Not how many in Warriors, how, how many Warriors fans do you think want his number retired? Zero. I mean, notice that Oklahoma City had somebody wear thirty five the next season after probably, Durant probably, left. Oh, I, I know, I know. There was there was some some Alex Morgan tea being sipped in that thing, but. I can't imagine Warriors fans look at this and say, yeah, that guy. Like, what's next? You can put a statue outside of Kevin Durant while he's still playing? That's the other thing. He's still playing in the league. Like, it doesn't feel like you should be retiring jerseys of dudes that are still actively playing. That's just, it's always kind of rang false to me. But I feel like there should also be a minimum. Like, if I'm in the franchise, if you haven't been with us for five years, I don't think we can retire your number. Because at that point, you're sort of a mercenary. You weren't there long enough to be much more. I know it's not a one-year rental like it turned out to be in a couple of spots, but it was a three-year rental, and as soon as he realized he wasn't happy, he just went ahead and rolled on you. I don't know that that's somebody whose number you retire. He's left two different franchises. If he stays for the rest of his career in Brooklyn... And somehow he wins a couple of championships. I think that's a couple more than I'm expecting him to win. I don't think they'll win a single championship with him and Kyrie Irving as whatever it is when he comes back. And who knows how happy Kyrie Irving is going to be, how adjusted he's going to be, especially after what's going to be a real lean year for the Nets. He doesn't strike me as a guy, that this Kyrie Irving, that's going to take real kindly to sucking really bad this year. And I feel like that the Nets in a better East – are just going to fall back in the pack, and it's just going to be like, well, this is a waste of year. We're waiting for Kevin Durant to come back next year. Imagine if KD comes back and both him and Kyrie, who I don't know if he still believes the world is flat or not, but imagine if he comes back and Kevin Durant's not Kevin Durant, and then Kyrie Irving realizes that. Like, how fast is he going to run out of town then? Are we sure that he he actually believes that? 
I don't know. I, I've never spoken to him, Jeff. I just know. Why is he not? We, we need to get him on the phone today. Yeah, go, absolutely. Go. I feel like he's another one that we would ask, you know, what do you have for us? And he wouldn't talk. I feel like he would oh, blow the chance. phone call as well. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Durant, he just wasn't there long enough. I mean, I don't think you need your jersey retired to come back and recruit players to the Warriors. First off, I don't think Durant's going he's back to Golden State to recruit players that. for the Warriors anyway. If he's recruiting anywhere, eh, I don't know. I don't think it's Oklahoma City either. Maybe he goes to Washington nowhere. and tries to help no, without goes home. Nowhere. He has. He's got a. He's got a. He's a man with no home. He's not recruiting anybody, and that really is not a as big of a deal as people might think it is. I mean, obviously you have the situation where Durant is being recruited, right? And Kevin and Kawhi Leonard is being recruited. But a lot of these players are just signing with the team that gives you the most money. (laughs) 
So, uh, right. Um, you know, like Kemba Walker, there's no recruiting. Boston wanted him. They wanted the Supermax. That was it. Like the, the Lakers, I mean, the, the Hornets were not giving it to him. So he went there. Um, and so there's less recruiting than, than we kind of think there is. Um, but uh, except Durant, Magic Johnson. I mean, like Kevin Durant's not magic. Like it would be maybe he's doing this 10 years after his playing career is over, but which I doubt as well. But he doesn't have a home, though. Like, which right. like, Magic is a Hall of Famer exactly. who played for the Lakers his, whole his career. entire career. Yes. Um, and he has the personality to do that. Kevin Durant doesn't have the personality to be a recruiter, in my opinion. Um, uh, and Magic, obviously, he's that's that's the number one thing. I, I've seen Magic at the gym in Los Angeles that my mom goes to. And I, every time I'm in L.A., I go there for a couple days. And uh, he goes to that gym and he goes to Gold's Gym. And, like, the amount of people that come up to him, first of all, guys, he's working out. Don't come talk to him. But Magic, like, shakes everyone's hand, has a smile on his face. He's, like, walking on a treadmill. People come over. He's high-fiving them. Like, the charisma and the ability to always be on. He loves talking about it before. He loves people, right? He loves being around people. But even in an instance where he's getting a workout in, where you think maybe he might be turned off by people coming to talk to him, that, that that's who he is, right? He loves people, and he's a great recruiter. I don't see Durant as being a guy no. who, who is that way. So to be the quote-unquote recruiter for an, for an organization, you have to love the idea of doing that. Magic definitely does. I mean, it's basically why he retired, or, or not retired, why he resigned, I should say, from the Lakers post. He just wanted to be... Fun-loving magic again, and get not get charged for tampering every time he opened his mouth. Um, and now he can do that again. So I, I can't see Kevin Durant ever recruiting for any team unless he becomes the owner, obviously, of a team. I don't. I don't know why you'd own a team. By the way, a lot of players talk about wanting to own teams eventually. Um, it doesn't seem very fun. You also have to have a ton of money. Like you can, like you can, you can buy yourself a courtside seat that's probably cheaper than buying a, a franchise. Like Jordan never looks like he's having fun no. at the games owning a team. Uh, owning, I mean, it the is the Hornets. And uh, hey, now you take that back. Yeah. I will say the the Hornets arena, and I live here in Charlotte. It's just the, the worst. Like it just it, the atmosphere. It's the like games, the Tampa Bay Rays. It's just it's just the atmosphere is. And I got spoiled growing up going to Lakers games at the Forum, which is I don't think there's any better any better atmosphere. Probably maybe the Garden in the Forum. But like, man, like it is just the amount of promotions and like the amount of just stuff that happens. It's just it's just brutal, man. Oh man, it's not very good. Fun, not very fun to go to a game. So forty eight guys moved in the first twelve hours of free agency for a total of three point one seven five billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> which I tweeted out at the time from at Jmart Zone is like the GDP of several small countries. Yeah. Just absolutely insane money moving around, Jeff. And I know you wrote a couple of days ago about yeah. not necessarily the differences between NFL and NBA free agency, but there's clamor. It says, man, this could be fun in the NFL. NFL is a lot more about the NFL draft than it yeah. is about free agency, the way that it's set up. So what is your take there? Yeah, well, NBA free agency almost dwarfs the entire season, at least dwarfs the regular season by far. And you mentioned $3.1 billion. I think it's up to like 3.5 now yes. um, uh, of money given out. And, the, and, and remember, what's interesting about, about NBA contracts, we often talk about the guaranteed money. It's actually not written in their CBA. They have to be guaranteed. It's just accepted that the contracts are guaranteed. So right. like, the, like, like the language in the contract says it's guaranteed, but not, it's not bound by the CBA. Which is, is interesting about the, about the NBA. They just have agreed that that they're guaranteed. So you got me thinking. Like we, you know, the NFL free period typically is kind of dead, and the guys that are available sign off, of course, right away. Because Schefter has those tweets in the draft in the draft box, ready to go. Four p.m. on Tuesday hits, and boom, 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 boom. Everyone signs. You go for the most money, typically most guaranteed money, I should say, um, and you move on your day. And there's nothing really exciting about that. The number one reason. Why there's nothing exciting about and compared to at least really the NBA agency is the franchise tag. The franchise tag was put into place in I believe 1993, um, and I think the idea behind the franchise tag was um, to limit well limit stars movement, like your number one star. Yeah, obviously. you so want them to stay in smaller way, markets a, and not yes. all go to Dallas and Correct. LA and whatever. A franchise tag, by the way, is is a really a, a tag, a one year contract 
given to one player on the team. Um, it's a it's an average of like the top five salaries at that position. It's a one year deal. Once you sign the tag, sign the tender, uh, you're guaranteed for injury and skill for the year. Um, but it suppresses wages, um, and part of that I think is to the part of the franchise tag is to suppress wages for the superstars so you can spread the money around. Well, that doesn't really work. There's no middle class anymore. Um, but what the franchise tag does it force a players. Force may be the wrong word, but it encourages players to sign deals earlier and not head to free agency. So really, for the purposes of our discussion, quarterback is the position that has to that, that is the one that needs to be unlocked to allow free agency to change in the NFL um, because they're the superstars and yep. for them to be able to move and the franchise tag holds that back. Uh, if you have no franchise tag, you would allow players after their four or five year contracts as rookies to be open to the free market. Uh, it would really change the dynamic of free agency. Another part, along with the franchise tag being dumped, and then imagine if Pat Mahomes is a free agent, Aaron Rodgers is a free agent, make $60 million a year, um, uh, is we have a hard cap in the NFL. The NBA has a soft cap. There's a luxury tax. There's a repeater luxury tax. So Oklahoma City, for example, if they don't want to pay the repeater tax, which is even worse, they have to dump some contracts before I think it's um, September 1st, um, or they're going to pay like an extra luxury tax. The best teams in the NBA typically are above the luxury tax. They don't care. They're making so much money in the playoffs. They're, they're winning championships. They'll pay the luxury tax. Mm-hmm. Um, the NFL is a hard cap. You have to be under the hard cap at certain times, especially before free agency starts. And I think... Once the season begins, you can be over the cap because you have to sign a bunch of players if guys get hurt or whatnot and, and whatnot. But by the start of the league year in March, you have to be under the hard cap. What if we make a tweak to that structure, Jason? And we say you can one player on your team, that, that contract will not count against the cap. So, so does that mean to get an extra guy? Does that mean no. pay somebody based on what they're actually worth? One of the 53 can make whatever you pay them and you designate that player to not count against the cap. So you could pay Aaron Rodgers $70 million yes. a year. Yes. Okay. You like that idea? Yeah, I mean, that's similar to Clay's idea, which I actually agree with about the top 30 guys in the NBA. They can make whatever the market says. Like, I think the estimate was that Durant on the open market this year could have made between 75 and $80 million a year before the injury, at least. Before so, before the Achilles, so that would have brought it down. One, but that would encourage because it's thirty guys. You would assume one of them would be on every team because they could make well, that kind of money, and then everything else would be under a cap structure. How do you determine the top thirty guys? I mean, that's a good question. Maybe it's just your your team. You can have one guy like that, right? Or maybe if you take the the the, the uh, all stars, or you take the 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 NBA first team, uh, the NBA all all NBA teams, which are fifteen guys, and those are fifteen guys. You imagine being the thirty first guy. Yeah, like I don't know how you how you do that. That's why I say <laughs> like one Clay every Thompson team. not being able to get that super max contract because he didn't make the all NBA team. Well, he didn't. Um, right. That that obviously was was atrocious. He learned about that in real time too. That was a brutal yeah, it was, interview. It was, yeah, you it tell was. like just like the the. I mean, look, he's still getting paid. Don't get me wrong. But still, you want to obviously you're greedy. You want to make more money. Cost him like and, 40 million bucks. Yeah. And the fir- the third thing, and this is the hard part to figure out. And I actually, when I wrote the article, I basically left it open ended. I go, I don't know how to f- solve this issue, but this would help. And my editor was like, you kind of have to give me like a like an answer. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is like if the NFL were to find a way to guarantee more money, but more on a uniform basis. So in the NBA, we have super max deals and max deals, right? So they're, they're slotted contracts based off the salary cap, based off how many years you played, based off the all NBA teams. Right? There's a formula for that. And it's all percentage but, based. It's a percentage, but you know, heading into free agency, what your number is. So if you're shopping yourself around different teams, you're, the money's not a concern unless you want to take less, obviously. It would take a two-year deal, whatever. But but if you're looking for the max deal, if you're Kemba Walker and you're looking around the NBA, you can get a certain uh, Larry Bird rights in Charlotte and make more money on your max deal or go to the Celtics and make X amount of money on your max deal. It'll be the same if you went to the Bucks. be the same if you went to the Knicks. It's a max deal. Now, obviously, taxes play after taxes guy. I know Clay's favorite yeah. plays a role in all this. But nonetheless, yeah. you, like, you know what you're getting. Well, the NFL obviously is not like that. And a lot of us just go where the most guaranteed money is. So even in free agency, 
what could be a wilder free agency period really isn't because the team calls you, hey, we're, we're going to give you a $10 million guaranteed. The next team calls you and says, we're going to give you $12 million guaranteed. You go to the $12 million team. And done. <laughs> like, it's, that, that's how simple it is. Done. Um, and, and so if there was a way to make it more uniform, whether it was – it's, you have a slotted contracts, which I so I'd the argue, money. If the money's the same in places, then people are making decisions based on things that aren't the money, and right. so then and, you and can that, actually look around a, and pick based on situation rather than bank account. Right, and, and that's also I think would allow it to be a, a more enjoyable free agency. Is you you have guys just not choosing based on the money only. Be a lot more unpredictable. Yes, they're choosing on location on teammates. people they want to play with. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. You know, I agree. I think that makes a lot of sense. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.